Okay. Hello guys, this is Kat, the, well, still director of Seminar, and I am here with the new assistant director, soon to be full director. Marcus. Yes, Marcus, I'm here. I'm hiding. You're hiding? You're not hiding. I'm hiding. I'm hiding behind the students. Oh, okay, you're hiding behind the students. Well, that's they can't okay, see me. Yeah, so this <laughs> Episode is... 17? Episode 17? Yeah, yeah, 17, yeah. 17, yes. <laughs> I had to think about it for a sec. That's pretty lame. Um, <laughs> well, we've been... Marcus and I have been double-teaming to get me caught up. Get us caught up before I give the whole thing over to him. And he's been performing spectacularly. And I have been procrastinating like usual in response. So... <laughs> Well, the check's in the mail for the compliment. Uh, that's, that's $75, right? Really? I forget what it is. I think that's what we agreed on, was that I you give me 75 for every compliment I gave you. For every compliment, yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm penniless now. Well, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in a hovel. <laughs> you know, next time I'll just take the shirt off your back. How's that sound? <laughs> nah, nah. That, that'd be the couch cover. So that's you wouldn't true. want that. Yeah. Okay. That'd be, so, all right. So, so what did, I'm still trying to figure out where we are in the episode. Oh, okay. Mike just got we're like, talking. Yeah, he is. Oh, he is talking. talking. Okay. He is talking. Okay. He, he, had a, he had a lot in this. He was speaking yeah. a long time. I, I like to give Mike lines because as far as instructors go, he's been the most animated so far. And he's really kind of taken the role and just played with it. So every time I have, like, instructor lines, I want to make, like, give him, like, monologues. And you're not going to hear too many more of those because I'm trying to fit a lot of plot, like, subplot into the whole thing. But... As you know, in this episode, something very big gets revealed, like, yeah. halfway through the episode. But, in the meantime, we will focus on the fact that this is your... Oh, and this is Marcus's uh, first short story. This yeah, is it's what the you first did. One. You did The Empire Strikes Back, as it's called, which is, like, the funniest yes. title ever. So, let's talk about the episode there, Marcus, since you did this. Well, I started with, with Funky Town, because... <laughs> I needed an 80s song, and when I dug up 80s, the top five <laughs> had, like, Funky Town at number five. <laughs> and I said, oh, I can do so much with that. So I grabbed yes. it, and then I just, like, distorted the tar out of it to put it, like, in my 80s tape deck. <laughs> nice. Ow. Ow. Very nice. And I just love how he goes, ow. I know. Ow. The breathy owls were always so cool. And that would be Jovian Lab, I believe. Yeah. Playing him, no. and he does such a great job with stuff. He um, he's cast in a couple more episodes of Seminar, and I really like him. But this is so funny because this is the first time I've ever heard, heard him play like a weenie kind of character, and he does it so well because you made the like the typewriter; it has personality. So every time you hear it snap, I can just it, oh, it's so funny. Well, it was, I, I used the bell as like its extra snarkiness. Yeah, it's extra snarkiness. It's that like makes when it it's sound like there's something extra you put in your cereal. Like I'm gonna have Cheerios today, sprinkles with some extra snarkiness. Just a little bit of snarkiness on the side. Drop that bell because the bell doesn't hit like every time. It only hits occasionally because yeah. I like didn't want to overuse it. It was like driving me nuts, and I was like, and uh, this yeah. is really hard because the typewriter had to be a character. Yeah. I had to make it something of its own, otherwise it would have never worked. And I was, like, so trying to make it something. And you'd get, like, the bell at just the right points, you know? I think it was, I just think you did a brilliant job with it, because I remember listening to it and, like, literally falling over laughing. Because 
the typewriter was just, it had so much character. And that's such a hard thing to do, is to give something as silly as, like, a typewriter its own personality. And you accomplished that, and it was your very first thing you'd ever done for seminar. I was so proud of you. It was great. <laughs> I mean, I sound like a dork when I say that, but I was. I was proud of you. It was awesome. Well, I'm happy. I, w- I was trying so hard, because it was, like, the first show, and you got to really, you got to make it stand out. Yeah. And... and Sorry, go ahead. No, no. It was it was such a it was it's a it's a shorter piece. So, and I had like one inanimate object. Yes. And two characters. Yeah, and the and, dad doesn't come until like the end. And he doesn't come until yeah, until like towards the end and stuff. And it's such a casual character. It's like even when he comes in, I I like midlined him a lot of it and raised his voice at certain points. Yeah. Then you get the natural rise out of it. Yeah. Because it because they were they were flat lines, so it was it, but it was perfect to go ahead and utilize. Yeah. And you did, you also did the very first instructor scene, didn't you, for this one? Yeah. Yeah. So it was your first time with really playing with Mike as the instructor. So you got, you got, you got a pretty good, um, like, opening to working on seminar. But, we, you know, you were able to ease into it, and you really just kind of excelled at this. And it's, it's so funny. And I always wind up focusing on the actors when I talk about stuff. But this is one of those times where I really feel like your work with the typewriter made the typewriter one of the actors. It's really, it's just that funny. And, and that was the target point. I mean, especially like <clears throat> timing like that last one where, where he's like hitting back at the typewriter and then it's coming back at him. Yes. And the funny part was finding finding a type key that could stand out enough, so it's not actually a, a typewriter key hit. Yeah. It was a clipboard hit. Oh, is that what that was? It's a yeah. When those hits are all like this, it's it's a clipboard that I reverbed a little bit to give a boom to, and it matched up with the with the typing keys that I had. That is perfect. So I was like, oh, it's perfect. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, why me? And I and I like the fact that I know we were talking about this last time, but you have like your own music collection. Yeah. Of royalty free stuff. So I liked listening to the music and I remember the very first time that I got a mix of this, I couldn't hear the music and I was like, No, turn it up because the little bits that I could hear, I was like, no, this is going to be funny once I can hear it. And <laughs> the music choice is great because it's just, you stupid it just works please. so well with the whole no, episode. No. Uh, well, yeah, that's one. Going nuts. It was. He gave me some great takes. Yeah. On this part, with, with ouch, ouch. I was so waiting for like not the face, not, not the, face. the face. That's what I was waiting for. Uh, I was, and there wasn't one, but I was like, because I would have put it in there. I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I just heard Corbel Howells is the dad, like right in my right ear zone. So. Yeah, I had to separate them to bring yeah. it in. It's like when I when I pan into the first. I bring us to center, and then I bring him in from the side. Yeah. And it really gives it great, this mixing there. Yeah, and panning is one of those things that can be really tough to do, because people can, in some cases, if your hearing's worse in one ear than the other, you can't hear it. Mm-hmm. But I think you really did a good job of using the panning and not overusing it. Like, when I was listening to it from my one headphone that I had, for my, like, my cell phone kind of thing... I could still hear both characters. That was good. Well, yeah, I kept I kept it up a little bit higher than I normally would, like pan all the way to one side. Yeah. And to go ahead and keep a little bit in, but I knew I had to give that separation to bring it back and forth. Yeah. <clears throat> and then as they they go out, I I and while not in the script, how I closed the show was with the typewriter because yes. it had to have the last line, and it wasn't in the script. But I was like looking at going, this poor typewriter does all this work. 
and then gets nothing at the end. And I love that fact that the very last sound you hear is the typewriter. (laughs) Almost like it's going, ha, screw you. It it reconnects the whole thing. You know, as he's woken up from this dream that he had, and he's come out of it, and then he goes back, and then... Boom! You know it's it's actually there. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives that it's 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 like all those uh, uh all those little horror shows, you know, where they always have yeah. to leave that one last little. It could really be happening. Well, it's like it's like I mean the one thing I liked about it is that you picked up on the essence of what I do with what I used to do with seminar all the time, which is that I when Jeffrey and I first envisioned this show, we wanted it to be like an outer limits type show, where it's short stories that are all self-contained and lots of them have little twists at the end. And in your case, you picked a twist that wasn't in the script that just perfectly made the episode. So it was really yeah. good. It was a great. It was a great just sudden instinct. Very good instinct. <laughs> oh, and then this is like the penultimate scene of the season. And for anyone who's worried, I will still be writing the instructor scripts. No worries there. Yeah, Marcus you don't want explain to me that he's kind of scared of that idea. So I'm you don't want me. Her. You don't want me writing the poor guy. No. Well, it's actually going to be a girl next season. Yeah. Because I altered so the gender, told me. so... Yeah, so, so you've told me I have to find a girl that can do it. I have to figure Half out... Half is good. <laughs> well, we just have to figure out, like... I, I have to figure out when I write her how she's going to sound that's different from the first, the very first instructor. And this and, and Mike and his amazingness because he's just freaking hilarious. Oh yeah, he he gives some great takes. And this was one of those episodes where I gave him a mouthful, and I gave him a huge bit of subplot to add because like I am all about plots within plots. Like that's why I like Dune so much because that book is all plans within plans. But um, I really like the fact that I was able to add a subplot about the instructor and the students. And come to think of it, I believe Chris is online with me, and her immediate response to the whole thing was, holy crap, and it was like this big, big freaking letters on AIM. She heard the trailer for Seventeen, she didn't even hear the episode, she hasn't even heard the episode, because no one has, but she heard the trailer when it when Jeffrey put it on Twip, and she flipped the hell out. It was hilarious. <laughs> and all I could think was, I have officially accomplished my job. I have nothing more to do today. That's awesome. I can go back to sleep now. There you go. Once you once you make him go nuts for it, it's like, hey, there you go. That's the exactly, point right there. Yep. That's what drags him back every yeah. time. And I know that I never wanted to make the instructor a huge thing, but I do want to do it. Okay, okay, okay. I cannot help it. This is the story I did, Runaway, and I was so scared of it because it's, it's a Seth Adams story. And Seth and I are buds, like... Like BFS, and I'm scared because I was like, "Oh, I don't want him to hate it," and I'm really hoping he won't hate it. But I really liked it because I kind of gave it a retro feel because he's got like he wanted it to like sound very Hunt for Red Octoberish with the with the commands and such from the characters, and I didn't quite get that from a couple of characters, so I decided to make up for it by making the whole like sound effect scheme. Totally retro. So I love the fact that you hear hydraulics everywhere. (laughs) But that's good, because, I I mean, you you want that kind of depth. That's the depth you look for. Yeah, and I like it because it sounds really, like, tactile. Like, yeah, like, the hyperlight. I am so proud of this. Hang on, I'm so proud of this. Wait for it, wait for it. I was so proud of it. 
That's I, perfect. I created that sound effect, and I did it all on its own before adding it into the episode because I wanted a really good hyperlight sound effect. And I did it, and I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. And like in a great retro 80s-ish kind of way. Like, you know, it wasn't too far back, but it was really fun. Yeah, like almost like, you know, like Enterprise, like Star, like uh, Next Generation had their, like, vunk. Yeah, like that a big, next that big kind pop. of thing. Yeah. yeah, that that big pop type thing. And that sound, I think, is actually supposed to be just one of those generic explosions we got from Jeffrey. And I think that sound you hear right before it's a is a UFO sweep, like that I randomly found. And I was like, there are so many cool sound effects on this uh, sound effects DVD. I have to use it. And it, it gives you it gives you that nice little retro feel, the nice little hit right there, and yeah. then boom, you know, you, you get that that piece. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. we'll get and out, it's, I really like the casting too. The cast is really fun to play with because I had, I had Michael King, who bless his heart, could not pronounce the word Theseus to save his life, <laughs> first time around. And it's partially my fault because I meant to give a pronunciation guide for everybody, and I totally spaced and forgot to. And so Seth wound up emailing people and telling them. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, by the way, it's this." And why do I know this well? Because I wrote it. And I felt bad because I never, like, finished telling the whole cast. I just told those few people who did it. Oh, and by the way, that's me talking as Helm because I forgot to cast a role. So that's me in there being a dork and just pretending to be the Helm person right off the bat. I'm going to recast that role the next time we do one of these stories. Two minutes, 13 seconds. Yes, I Roger love that. That's like Kim Giannopoulos on it, though? I think that was her. Yeah, that yeah, sounds like Kim Giannopoulos. She's so great. Because I can give her anything, and she has fun with it. And then, of course, we have Amanda Fitzwater as Yancey, who's, like, perpetually happy. <laughs> and even at the end of the episode, where, like, everything's sad and depressing, she still sounds almost happy. And I was like, I don't know if it's because you're from New Zealand, or if it's just you, or what it is. <laughs> She's just still super excited. Yeah, she's still like, I'd like go. And I was like, oh, I love you, Amanda. <laughs> And then that's M. Ciro Garcia, who coincidentally lives 15 minutes away from me now. So I hang out with her and go to IHOP. It's fun. So she knew how to say all her stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, no, actually, (laughs) she mispronounced Theseus too. Uh Uh-oh. Six actors mispronounced it, and I had to get them all to do redos. So nobody should feel bad because you all messed up together because I'm a bad kitty cat and didn't tell you. It's you not failed as fun. a group. So I, yeah, on that one word. It's fine, yeah. It works out Go well. Ahead. I have Attention, so many different sound effects in this, this freaking is the thing. We are inbound on and I love Michael King because he just sounds like the perfect captain. Sleds are inbound your location. Yeah, he gives this great, the, the great vocalization there, you know. He's the, the, the commanding voice and yeah. ready to go. And then you get you get David Alt, who's in the background as Rise, and he does a great job too. But then again, I've never given David a role that he can't do. Um, but he just I love their their interplay off of each other because they really do sound like they've been friends for a long time. And I was like, oh look, it's the companionship. How's integrity? Instant group. There we go. Look at that. You are all now a crew and a family. Yay! You're your Lucky own you. crew. That's You're exciting. Your your own crew. And the good news is, this is not the only story um, in the Galatea universe. Seth is apparently writing more. Ah, so, so a lot of these actors will come back for you, I believe. I don't know when, but when you know, uh, when I know, you'll know. Because now that I'm in charge of 
pairing scripts and writing the instructor bits for you, I can tell you when it comes up so that you can inform your actors and such. So that I can just inform them that they have been cast. Yes. And I love the fact that once I once like they find out that the run that the grab quake is coming, like I have like all these old school alarms and crap. Oh, I love the sound effects for this. Like I almost wanted to have like a soundgasm. It's that cool. <laughs> Well, the good thing is that there are there are recurring re- recurring storylines that are going to be coming back yes. into seminar. Yes. That's well, a good build on because I mean even if you look at like Outer Limits, they had a lot of recurring stuff that came back. Yeah. So I mean and 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 they would connect and, and down the line and and create like a, a deeper story. Yeah. Well, I mean it was just like I, I was talking about it in my commentary for sixteen episode sixteen. Mm-hmm. We saw the very first. Finale, a complete well. miniseries end in seminar. Mm-hmm. Detective Mac was finally finished. And I thought it was really cool that we're going to actually have stories like that where they are going to come back and we are going to have multiple um, miniseries, hopefully. And I thought that was really cool that... I mean, I'm not even directing it anymore. I'm, I'm excited for you because you're going to have... Hopefully, the whole Galatea miniseries to work on. It's going to be fun. Whenever, well, that, whenever Seth gets to it. I'm going to have you come back and be the helm officer, though. Oh, really? You really you do did want a me great, to come back as You did a great helm officer. <laughs> I thought I kind of sucked, but okay. <laughs> Maybe it's because I was mixing it, and when you're mixing it, you're not thinking about your own performance. You're thinking about, crap, i got to get this thing done. Come on, you motherfucker. And I love the guy we have playing Scans, because he sounds like the Vulcan. Because he's just so, like, John Howard is just so freaking deadpan the whole thing. Except for he's like, shit! <laughs> he gives that complete logical compression thing going on. And it's it's a great straightforward talking, you know? It's, yeah, he's just like... It's no major inflection, it's just do 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 Yeah, like, and... And I was afraid at first when I heard it that it was going to bring down the energy of the rest of it because everybody else is so much, you know, more animated. And I realized, no, it actually kind of makes them all come back to the reality part of it and realize what's going on. Because every time Scans talks, it's something important that you need to know. So the fact that he doesn't talk the same as everyone else makes you pay attention to him more. So I'm just glad it worked out that way. It gives you that moment to go ahead and know... This is data that's coming in. Yeah. And oh my god, like this whole scene right here, this end scene right here, tore my heart out when I read it. Because I was like, you're kidding me, we have to leave people? That sucks. Prepare to bug out. Yes, prepare to bug out. And I love Abner. Abner Scenarius is great. He's one of my newer actors that's been in a couple episodes. And he did... Benny, he did Jackson this, and then he did Dylan in Snapshot for episode 18, which we're going to get to anyway, shortly. And he's just, he's proving to be a really great actor. I really like him. But he does a great job playing the first officer in this, because you can tell that he's a bit younger and that he looks up to Quinn. And he wants to be like, hey, you know, it's okay, we'll get him out of there. And then he's like, oh, well, maybe not. Because the captain says no. Crap. Yeah. Al? And this whole ending where I had to, like, do this part where Rise, like, they're get, they're going into Hyperlight, and Rise is still talking, and, like, I know that the sound effects cue said that the, his voice was supposed to slow down as they go into Hyperlight, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make this work, I'm going to try, and I think it actually came out pretty good, but it doesn't come up for a few more seconds. 
Yes, we can just get in or get left behind. Yes, Your choice good now. Lord. Yeah, I like that line, though. That's a good line. Yeah, well, I like the fact that... Oh, the only thing about Michael you have to look out for is that he tends to max out his mic, but in this case it worked because it just made him sound like 50 times scarier. Yeah, like, he sounds like a captain you do not want to cross. Well, it's one of those cases where you know it's like, we're leaving, and you can get on the ship, we're leaving, and that's what you wanted right then. That's It's a good, boom, hit line, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's that, that commanding voice. He has a good commanding voice. I mean, it's it's very few people can actually do that well. Yeah. Hyperlight. Go. Go. Yeah, see, there's that part where you hear his voice slowing down. Yeah. It's just so funny. Yep, see? She still sounds happy. What the fuck? <laughs> She's excited. We've got to leave people behind. We're doing so well. There's more room on the ship. Yeah. Theseus gone from my screens. Runaway accelerating again. He's like so calm about this whole thing. It's like so point of fact, you know? It's doo 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 doo. And I was kind of surprised. I didn't know if my music choices were going to work for this or not. Because it, I mean, I love David, David McDonald, who does the music that I've gotten in the past. But he, um, sometimes, you know, I mean, I have a lot of music from him, and sometimes I'm always afraid it's not going to work, but I really like the music choices for this episode. Yeah. I really think it kind of worked out for the better. They're not too out there like you get in some sci-fi Yeah, like, bit. I didn't want, like, some orchestral crap, you know. Yeah, you, you don't want to overdo it. I didn't, you know, I didn't want anything like the Back to the Future theme. Because some of them like to get overdone, you know, and they like to yeah. put that big music with the big brass in the back, and you don't yeah. want that. Yeah. Oh, there was me doing my whole, my whole, hell, I sound like a freaking dyke marine, it's awesome, I love it. I like it, personally, I was like, this is fun, it's different. And then, I chose not to end with music, I chose to end with hyperlight, so there we go. And that gives you that big boom at the end, it gives you yeah. that good ending moment, you know. I really liked it, yeah. And, that, and that's a good spot. It's one of those episodes where I actually kind of knew how I wanted to end it before I got to it. And I knew I wanted to end because I knew that the last shot was of them going into hyperlight. And I was like, I know I want to end it with that sound. So I just went with it. And I love the trailer because Seth always makes the trailers fun. He is the king of the trailer. Yes, he is our master of the trailer voices. Yes. Cartoon! I love Mike Winters. This next episode is going to be so much fun to take care of. <laughs> Especially your fantastic job on the next episode. Uh, we'll get dear, to that in a second. Yeah, dear, no. Let's not put that on here because that's going to be painful. Oh, no. We'll be doing that in about three minutes when we get done with this. I've got painful moments. Oh, but this is a good, strong episode. It's got a good front, a good, a good front story, a good back story. And they're, they're separated by how they are. By and, and by penultimate plot line by, 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 by major <laughs> plot line points, you know, and, and I mean they're also so so different that it makes it that it that it really gives a good oh, yeah. spread across seminar here but in it, seventeen. It's a, yeah, one of the hard things about working on seminar though is always trying to find the instructor. I always have to find the link between the episodes, like between the two stories. And I actually think that it's really cool because this episode is so ra- the character you know the stories are so radically different, but they both share a common theme. So I actually made it work. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. You and did a very good mix there. Oh well, thank you. And 
And then this is also the first time you are actually credited as a director. Jeffrey does say it at the end, so that's exciting. Yeah, I didn't get to hear it till 18, but uh, now I get to hear it on this one. Yeah, oh, no, it's here it comes. Ah. Your name was right there, and you were talking through it. Ha-ha, we missed fail. it. I talked to my own fail, name. Fail, epic, fail, epic fail, epic fail. fail. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to my own name. Yes, you missed your own name. That's hilarious. I, Another great episode. You get spammed through this thing so many times, I don't even know anymore. Okay, well, that's the end of that episode. So we're going to sign off, guys. And, well, actually, we're about to go do the next we'll episode. Do, so, we'll go do 18. Yeah, this is like a double double whammy of commentaries for us. It's going to be fun stuff. Uh, so that's the 17. Yep. All right, I'm going to hit stop now. So we'll see you cool. later, guys. Ah.